Welcome to Good Life. I'm Dean Wilson. So glad you joined us today. We're uh, we're always happy to have you follow us on social media as well as goodlifetelevision.org where we have all these great interviews, great people, different industries, different walks of life, life experiences, entrepreneurs, public servants, uh, overcomers. We've had we've had a little bit of everything. So you can find all the, the, the long form interviews at goodlifetelevision.org. You can also find what we call power clips, which is kind of some of the great moments from those interviews. And you can find us on all the social media platforms, which we love. This program is brought to you by the Turner Foundation, which you can find at theturnerfoundation.com. I'm so excited today to have uh, James Scheip with me. James, welcome. Thank you. Nice to be here. Uh, James is a financial advisor at Edward Jones. So he manages money, helps, helps families with uh, achieving their goals and in an in a exciting business. Um, and James has a heart for uh, foster children, which we're going to talk about. But I, I, I really want to start, James, with your story. Um, it's, okay. it's been a journey. Uh, and I, reading about it, I was reminded of the fact that, you know, none of us pick the situation or family that we're born into. So it's just, you know, some people have um, a, a much more uh, difficult or, you know, uh, adventurous journey than others. And you certainly have had uh, an amazing one. And to see where you are today is remarkable. So I thought it'd be good to just start with kind of tell your story from kind of when, when you can remember uh, and, and kind of going back there. Sure. Um, I won't tell you everything I remember. We'll be here for a long time. Um, <laughs> my story kind of begins, you know, when I was about two, three years old. Um, uh, my, I, my, I have a biological family, and then I have what I call my real family. My real family is the family I got adopted into. Um, my biological family is my biological parents, right? Um, so around the age of two and three, uh, I had two biological older brothers, a biological older sister and a biological younger sister who eventually got adopted with me. And we all had different dads, um, around the age of four, I was taken away from them due to, uh, various reasons. Um, I went into multiple foster care homes at that time. If I remember correctly, it was seven different foster care homes. Um, unfortunately I was a troubled child, uh, and a lot of foster parents did not want me, um, a lot of schools either didn't want me. And, uh, so I bounced around quite a lot. Um, when I was, uh, six years old, I met my, uh, real parents, um, the ones who had eventually would adopt me. And, uh, first thing I ever said to them was, are you my forever family? And yeah, it's just kind of as a show that uh, what I was looking for at that age, and I didn't understand what a family was. Um, and at the age of seven, uh, I finally got adopted by them. Um, and I, I, being a problem child, I was definitely uh, behind most kids. I, if I remember correctly, I joined at the end of first grade. Um, so I went into a brand new school right at the very end, and I was, you know, not even kindergarten or pre-K level uh, when it comes to reading, writing, uh, speaking, et cetera. So um, my parents had to be super strict on me uh, to get me to catch up, but eventually I did. Uh, went off to middle school, high school, eventually turned into a pretty good student, um, got involved heavily in cross country and track, and that kind of changed everything for me. 
um, I had so much energy and so much built-in aggression that allowed me to really sit um, and through running uh, miles at a time. <laughs> and uh, then I went off to college, eventually moved down here, uh, met my wife, and uh, we had our uh, daughter five years or six years ago on Sunday. Um, my daughter turned six on Sunday. Um, we're super excited about that. And uh, I went into EMS, became an emergency medical technician in the medical field and realized that it was, uh, although I loved it, not very good for having a family. Uh, just never got to see my family. And eventually my daughter like blocked me from leaving the door because she hadn't seen me uh, in weeks at a time. So kind of realized I had to make a change. And so I'm here right now. Get to still help people, but be there for my daughter. And actually she's, at, she's here today. <laughs> Oh, great. So, so you, when you were, when you're introduced to your real family now, you actually ask them, is this forever? Is this, I mean, you asked that question. That's my first thing I ever said to them. And they say, hi, it was, are you my forever family? Wow. And, when, and so what did they say? I'm assuming yes, but how did they answer that question? <laughs> they didn't. Um, they introduced themselves. Uh, Rightfully so. I mean, they didn't really know me quite yet. Um, so they, they didn't want to say yes or no or whatever, because uh, it's hard to, if, if it didn't work out, they didn't want to say yes and then break my heart. They don't want to say no because they don't know yet. So they just introduced themselves, um, who they were, and uh, asked me a few questions. Wow. So, yeah. So, so tell me about them and kind of their, their impact on your life. How, how did they deal with you? I mean, you were a rambunctious kid. It sounds like you were, you call yourself a problem kid, but how, how, how did they deal with that? And how did you acclimate? Sure. Um, I was grounded a lot. Uh, <laughs> um, my, uh, mainly it was my dad who basically, when he took a look at my you know, quote file and then, uh, met me, he realized that I was very similar to he, what, uh, he was as a kid, you know, very energetic, um, very outgoing. I had absolutely no problem talking to people. Um, but you know, there were those issues that came with all of that. Um, and then I had more on top of it. So he felt like he could really help me, um, which is why he chose me. And um, he actually, they just wanted one child and they got two uh, because I wouldn't leave my biological younger sister. So she, that's why she got adopted with, uh, with me. Um, my mom was a lot more hands-off. Uh, I, I, she's Jewish, so I joke around. She was a, she was a strict Jewish mother. Um, but when it came to um, raising me, she was a little bit more, uh, hands off. So it was a lot more of my dad. And he, he basically made it known to me that I, he wasn't going to accept any, um, anything bad for me. Every, it, it, I didn't have to be perfect, but if I had to stay within a certain parameters and if I cross that parameter, I'd be in trouble. Um, and it would take me a while to kind of earn his trust back. So it started, it, there was a learning process with it, of course, you know, it started off with being grounded for, you know, a week or two weeks. And then what he eventually learned is when he would take things away from me, that's when I would uh, actually listen. Um, probably, and I think it was because through foster care, I didn't have anything. You know, I carried around a small black bag and, you know, I had a, it had a Curious George bear, bear in it and uh, some toothpaste and toothbrushes. And that was about it. So I... I liked the fact that I had things. So as soon as he started taking those away from me, uh, when I was misbehaving, I would start behaving. 
he also realized with all my energy, he needed to get me into sports. Um, so we tried out basketball and golf and cross country and track. And I found my, fa- I found my calling in cross country and track. And, uh, once that happened, I started to acclimate very well in elementary school. I was always in the principal's office, always grounded, always being sent home. Um, and I actually made it, uh, I'm very, how do I say this? Um, I'm one of those guys. I always have to like prove myself, um, to other people. And so my dad made it like a challenge me to prove that I won't go to the principal's office when I get to middle school. And that was like a goal of mine. And I failed. I went like twice, if I remember correctly. But by the time it, it taught me a lot, by the time I got to high school, I was like, I was good. And uh, never, never went back to the principal's office. <laughs> wow. So, but he, dis- he disciplined you. Yes. Um, never through anything physical, obviously. Uh, my dad wasn't like that. Um, but he, he was strict in a sense of, you know, I needed to be the best version of me. And if I wasn't going to be that, then that's when I would be, uh, quote, in trouble. And, you know, the Nintendo would be taken away from me or um, whatever that punishment was at the time. Yeah. And what's your relationship with him now? He's one of my best friends. He's actually, he's the reason why I became a financial advisor. He's uh, up in San Luis Obispo. He's an FA up there. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, we talk daily. Uh, he's getting married, uh, remarried next week. So, uh, I get to go up to his wedding. Um, wow. yeah, one of my best friends. That is amazing. So, so, so there's a, a person that took in two children. There was risk. It wasn't necessarily pretty or ideal. I mean, you had a little file, <laughs> you know, and and he changed your life I yes. mean, that's incredible uh, i was gonna say you know, some of the stuff that he saw in that file that he thought was funny was like the file said that i was uh um i don't know the correct term for it um but at least nowadays i don't know the correct term but back then it was clinically retarded and um they said that basically i was going to end up in jail um that i was not going to do much with my life uh, i don't have the iq for it. i don't have uh the drive or anything to do that and that it's kind of funny when my dad told me that and then i read the file um i saw that and it kind of pushed me to be like you know what, fine let me show you yeah um and come to find out it was all wrong but uh, my dad saw that it was uh but yeah that w- that's what my file said back then <laughs> So that's what your file said, and, and your dad didn't believe it. Yeah, my dad didn't believe it. He he realized that if I was masking a lot of things that sh- showed those, um, just out of anger and um, yeah. fear and all that. Right, and who wouldn't be angry if they came out of what you came out of? Yeah. I mean, so how do you, what is your vision for your family? I, I was just thinking about this this morning when I was reading about you saying, okay, here's someone who you know, what you learned in terms of what a family was. I mean, you, you, you're, you're talking about, you know, five kids with different biological fathers. So it's kind of a mess, you know, and not ideal <laughs> to say that, yeah. you know, you experienced violence, you experienced, you know, probably neglect. I, I don't know the details, but I mean, it, it was rough. And then here you are now building your own family. And sounds like you're doing a really wonderful job. 
how what's that transition like how how have you reframed what a family is sure so it's kind of funny when i I, I've known always I was what's going to want a family. Um, I, I probably cut stems from the fact that I didn't have one for the first seven years of my life. Um, and uh, so I always knew I was going to get one. But then when I found out that my wife and I were pregnant, um, I got scared. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, because I, I was so scared that I was going to follow down the route of my biological uh, family, not my uh, adopted slash real family. So it, it was... Uh, bit of a learning curve uh, for me because one, I don't really know what it's like to father anyone younger than seven years old because I didn't experience anything of that until I was seven. So baby, um, toddler, that was all like, you know, let me just figure this out. You know, as most, I'm sure most parents are. Um, you don't know until you do it. So as far as, as far as that goes, you know, like my vision has kind of evolved of uh, over time when I thought I knew exactly what the perfect family was when I got married. And then when I had a child that started to change, um, I would say now, like for me, it's where, you know, my daughter, uh, who's currently over there right now, um, she can come to me for anything. She's happy to see me every single day. She knows that I love her. Even when I, you know, punish her, or she's grounded or whatever. Um, she still knows that I love her. And I tell her that every single time. Um, obviously there's always going to be fun issues, no matter what you do when right. it comes to a child, right. especially one that's just as energetic as I am. Um, <laughs> so, but for me, it's just more that like showing that love, knowing that no matter what happens, she can always come to me and I'm figuring out how to do that as a parent. And I'm still learning. She's only six. And I got teenager years to come. So um, it'll change at that point. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm right in the middle of that. Just FYI. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> I, got, I have four teenagers right now, so I'm exhausted. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, you know, it's, uh, it, I'm sure it changes um, yeah. when I become a teenager right now, she thinks I'm pretty much God. and I'm, yeah, the greatest thing on her. <laughs> Enjoy those years. Yes. I like, don't know anything at the present time. Uh, yeah nothing <laughs> it's so um yeah i am definitely enjoying this and right now it's just about making sure and that's why again ems was hard for me because i was never there for it like it i love doing it i loved going out and helping people but i was sacrificing my family too so coming here i take my daughter to the office i can go home when i want and i make sure that she understands that uh that i am there for her all the time and we can you know, talk about anything that she wants to talk about. And what is your, how does your wife, I, I, how does your wife process all this or how, how does she, um, she must have great admiration for you in terms of what you're doing after what you've been through, but how, how, how is she in this whole mix? Sure. So my wife and I are, are very funny. We're very much the opposite to track. Um, I'm the extrovert. She's the introvert. I'm the super uh, hyper one. She's a much more laid back one. Um, and I, I think, you know, I think why she married me is because I push her to like push her boundaries and uh, go for her goals. And that's something that she's never really done before. She's always been much more of a, oh, I'll save that for later. I'm not worried about that. And it's too hard. I'm not uh, interested in that. Um, so I kind of um, force her to, uh, push her boundaries there. When it comes to our daughter, uh, it's a, it's a funny story. Um, because my daughter is literally a clone of me. 
um, the super energetic, loves to talk to other people, will go to a park and introduce herself to everyone. And then she'll go and introduce her mom to everyone. And her mom's much more like, I don't want to talk to anyone. (laughs) (laughs) You go have fun. I'm going to go sit over here and just watch. But uh, so she's learning. Um, Her her family's all much more like her. So our daughter, Lila, is like a brand new like experience for her. (laughs) So it's a lot of fun to watch. Wow. And now you, I read that you guys are, you have thoughts about uh, adopting. Yeah. A lot of people in my family are adopted. So like my, my mom, my real mom who adopted me, uh, she herself was adopted as a baby. Her brother was adopted as a baby. Uh, My Nana was adopted. So, and then I myself obviously am adopted. So I want to continue that. And my goal is to find someone similar to me, someone who doesn't have exactly the best background, someone who can be helped um, and someone I know I can help because I don't want to just go choose like the child who has the most problems if I don't think I can actually help them. Um, so yeah, my wife and I are looking for, uh, to, or looking to start the adoption process here coming up. Wow. So you're going to do that? That's our goal. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right now I'm doing a bunch of research into it and trying to figure it all out because it's changed since I was adopted. What is your advice for somebody who's interested in adoption? I mean, adoption, this, to me, I just, the way it is in my mind is it's like, this is the most amazing thing in the world. I mean, in one sense, because it's like, here you have a child who, you know, goes from whatever their background is to, you know, wanted, adopted, adopted into a family that, um, and yet you hear horror stories, you know, and like the average, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, you, you, you're an expert on this. I mean, you, you, you're, you have adoption all around you. And I just think it's such an amazing thing. And yet, you know, it's, it, it sounds like it's not for the faint of heart, you know, um, how would you advise if somebody's watching right now and they're thinking about adopting or it's, it's in their mind, but they're kind of like, oh man, you know, what are we getting ourselves into? How would you advise that person? I would say the biggest thing is make sure you, even if you don't love them off the bat, you know, which I mean, love takes time to develop. Um, make sure you show that child um, all the love that you would if they were young, uh, flesh and blood. Because uh, for me personally, I, I don't get it nearly as much anymore, but as a kid, I was always bullied saying like, oh, you're adopted, blah, blah, blah. And I always had to say, well, I got to choose my parents. Um, (laughs) And, uh, but over time I I learned that it's people who say that like, oh, that's not your real child. Like they just don't understand. Um, My real parents are my adopted parents. They're, they are my only parents. My biological parents are, happens to be the ones uh, who gave birth to me. Um, but they are not my daughter's grandparents. They're not my parents. They have no, uh, they are not in any way, shape, or form family. My real parents, my adoptive parents are my real family. And they did that through showing love. So, um, and unfortunately I do run into people who say like, oh, well, you know, I, I couldn't love a child like that if they were my own. So I would say if they are looking to adopt, make sure they understand that that child is going to be theirs. It's, you know, it may not be flesh and blood, but it's as much their child as anyone who flesh and blood was, or is, sorry. Um, and love them as much, uh, if not more. Yeah. Wow. 
is it still a very complicated pro and expensive process? So that's part of the research I'm doing. <laughs> um, it is definitely complicated from what I'm seeing uh, in the sense of, you know, you got to get uh, background checked and approved, basically, kind of like, I, to be honest, it's uh, similar to when you adopt an animal, you know, people come to your house, they check it out, at least every animal adoption I've gone through. Um, I didn't have to go through a background check, though. But uh, <laughs> um, they come to your house, make sure that you are a legit person. Um, so I would say that in that sense, it's definitely complicated. It is also, you know, just from experience, it's going to be complicated, you know, changing the uh, ideals around the family. Um, you know, my, my, my mom's side of the family is mostly adopted. My dad's side of the family is less, a lot less adoption. So my dad had to kind of like train his side of the family to understand that this is your grandchild. This is your nephew. This is your uh, cousin. Um, even though, I started at seven years old, already being able to say grandma, grandpa, you know, not starting at in a uh, baby and eventually saying my first word, like all, we skipped all those steps. So it's complicated in that sense. As far as expensive, um, I, from what I understand and the research I've done, it's not uh, very expensive. And as a matter of fact, you can find, uh, even for the little expenses that there are, uh, you can find help. Um, I believe that the government will even help uh, you out if there's uh, expenses with raising the child, like send you monthly or yearly payments. Um, don't call me on that. I'm still doing research on that, but that's from the little research I've done. That's what I've heard. Wow. So they so the, yeah, that's good because I've always thought, man, they should make it easy. Like <laughs> if, if we want to, you know, if people are willing to, to do this and take this on, we should not make it more complicated. It should be easier. Yeah, and it's a good idea to make payments. I mean, if you, if they need help financially to make it work, that seems like it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and I would I would agree and disagree with the whole complicated because you want it to be complicated enough where not just anyone who is going to adopt for the wrong reasons can. You know, you want to make sure that the person who wants to adopt actually is willing to go through the process to adopt, um, and it's not just a spur of the moment. I want a child, and then a year later, uh, they're they weren't fit to be parents or we're not um, ready or whatever the reason may be. So I would say, yeah, they can make it easier, but at the same time, it is it's good to- You want to vet, you got to vet them. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. This is an amazing story, man. I, I, I you know, I'm not blowing smoke when I say I really admire what you've overcome here and what you're doing. And I know that you're statistically probably in the minority um from some coming from where you've come so i kudos to you and your wife and you're it's just wonderful to see that you're building a family and and now want to adopt yourself it's amazing yeah we're looking forward to that and my daughter uh we've been getting her prepped for that too and she's she can't wait she wants a she wants yeah. a little brother or sister so bad and she doesn't want the baby either she wants them to be older too <laughs> she can play with them so. <laughs> well, tell her happy birthday from we'll all do. of us. We'll do. Thank, Thank you. We appreciate you coming on, man. Of course. My pleasure. All right. Thank you for having we'll me. See. We'll see you all next time.